Hi there. Hi. What's your name? My name is Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Um, what do you want to talk about today? You know, there's a lot of people that don't know, you know, the right amount of wheat smoke, whether it be for edibles or how much puffs they take, you yeah. know? So, like, everyone has that first green-out story. They get fucking destroyed. They have a terrible one-time experience, and some of them never try weed ever again. Dude, which... the first time I ever tried marijuana, oh my fucking god, terrible. <laughs> so, uh, you have to understand, I was straight edge in high school up until my junior year. Like, okay. nothing, nothing. No, not even like a sip of booze, nothing. Yeah, same here. And then, um, I, I guess I was just interested in the idea of weed, but I didn't want to smoke it, so I wanted to do edibles. Okay. And, um... My buddies at this point had already been using, uh, you know, weed, drinking. Oh, okay. They're pretty comfortable with it, and they were like, "What if we give Spidey a hero dose, just like an oh, absolutely crazy edible dose?" So they got me something called a tincture. You ever heard of a tincture? Nah, I don't think I have. So tinctures are edible marijuana that go above 100 milligrams. Oh, jeez. The reason why it's called a tincture and not an edible is because they're they're only like, you can only get it from medical dispensaries. Okay. So this one was 195 milligrams. Um, and I don't know if you guys know, but, like, dispensary weed versus street weed, different ballpark, right? <laughs> dispensary weed, you, you know, 15 milligrams, you're baked as fuck. You know, baked yeah, as fuck. Yeah, you're gone. You're so just gone. So they give me 195. And this thing, also what makes tinctures tinctures is that they're, like, basically the size of a pill. Oh, so you're just like one little, singular pill. Yeah, well, so mine was a brownie, but it's probably about the size of my pinky. Oh, my God. And so I ate it. Tastes terrible. Literally tastes like... Yeah, it tastes like shit, green. yeah. And literally for the first, like, hour 15, nothing. Okay. We go to In-N-Out, and I'm feeling, like, a little interesting, but nothing too crazy. But I excuse myself to go to the bathroom. And this is my last... This is my last memory. I was peeing. I looked over... Across the wall. Already crazy, right? <laughs> Look at the mirror and see, like, 50 of me. Like, 50 fully of psychedelic, like, oh, imagine, no. like, fractal level in the mirror. Damn, so, like, your vision was all fucked. Yeah. And you just saw, like, damn, and you were just in the bathroom? Yeah. That's damn. my last memory. The rest is damn. what I've been told. So, <laughs> no. I exit the bathroom. My pants... Still around my ankles. Fortunately, my underwear what is up. The fuck? My pants are around my ankles. Oh my and instead of saying anything, I just start screaming. <laughs> just start freaking the fuck out. Holy shit! I just—I've lost the complete ability to communicate. I'm just screaming at my friends. This isn't an In-N-Out bathroom, you said. No, no, no. I walk out into the. In-N-Out. Oh, oh. Okay. I'm just in the middle of the In-N-Out now. Pants are around my ankles, what screaming. The fuck? Fortunately, my friends uh, were pretty quick to act, and it was for them. They literally just like basically scooped me up, picked me up, took me to the car, went out. <laughs> we go to the house. Apparently, I'm just in complete ego death. Like, I don't know who I am. I don't ego know where death, I am. Yeah. I don't recognize any of them. I'm, like, having a little bit of trouble breathing. That's how intense my dry mouth is. I feel that, yeah. They give me a bottle of Sprite, two-liter bottle of Sprite. And apparently, I mentioned something about, like, being stuck in the Matrix and then just inverted. <laughs> or two liters of Sprite all over my face <laughs> and then pass out. That's it. That's your entire trip? My next morning... Is my next memory. I okay. wake up still greening out. Oh, like, holy up, shit. I still can't really see. Holy I can't really shit. talk. And I have parent-teacher conferences. So, I go to the school. I have, I guess, say, Mom, I can't make it. I'm nauseous. She yeah. goes in by herself, talks to the teachers. Anyways, long story short, I'm, like, high. Not even, like, burnt. High for 48 hours. 48 hours. Burnt for another, like, 
2436. Holy shit. I, I have like very little. That, my memory of that week is sparse. The ent- that's wow. <laughs> that's your first experience ever. Anything. Well, off anything. Mar- I, before, before that, I had, I had done like aspirin. One, like, yeah, 190 like, milligrams? 195. 195? Yeah. And it was just. They hero dosed you. What, what the fuck? Oh like, my god! Mind, like, oh, it's gonna be funny. Gonna be really high. That's almost two hundred though. No, like, I mean it's literally, it's literally. I mean five milligrams is like a dose. So it's like what forty doses basically, thirty nine doses <laughs> for a beginner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So did you get mad at your friends at all afterwards? So, here's the craziest part. Right, not pleasurable at all. Nothing about that experience. <laughs> was Certainly good. not. Entirely I hope not. Terrible. But then I got on, like, a kick of just greening out. Like, I would, like... Because I thought that was just what all drugs and alcohol were. So the I was standard like, oh, experience. this is the goal. Oh, and my so, like, God. for another half year, I was doing, like... I wasn't doing that much, but I would do, like, 60. Okay. I'd do, like, 60 milligrams, which is still insane yeah. for a beginner. Like, yeah. Like, insane. I would do, like, you know, I would aim to green out. It's so crazy. Yeah. You just had a taste for greening out after that. Well, it's just I didn't realize that you could get a little high. <laughs> like I, that wasn't even like no a concept spectrum. in my mind. Like it was like oh, if you're high, you can't see basically. So how did you get out of that? Like perspective? so eventually, my I actually got caught for using. Oh. Um, and my mom started drug testing me, and so I switched to alcohol. And actually, funny enough, ever since I stopped, I don't much like weed. I really oh, okay. don't. Okay. I still think I have that same mindset that I did with the weed. Like I think, you ever heard of the phrase barcoding? No, I haven't. So barcoding is like the point right before you black out on alcohol. And the reason why oh. it's called barcoding is because it's like black, white, black, white, black, okay. white. Like, like flashes of memory. Yeah, right? yeah. I aim to get there still. You still aim? Like my, a good night of drinking for me is like a comfortable barcode. Whoa, so like, I think I still have that mindset of like, if you're going to do it, go hard. All or nothing type yeah. shit, you know? Okay, that's interesting. I'm like the completely opposite of that. I oh, just yeah? feel like I go very like, I'm very cautious with how much weed I ingest. And then, like, you know, my highs are, like, really relaxing and shit. Nice. When, whenever I do, like, get a big dose, it's, like, I'm, I'm perfectly comfortable. I'm in a spot where I'm perfectly comfortable with friends or playing video games while high or some shit like that. I, I honestly, I do have a similar experience to, like, your first green out story. It was essentially just me. Oh, my gosh. I was actually at a basketball court, like, on campus. Oh, okay. Near the dorms. We're at UCI, by the way. Yeah. yeah. And, and we were just smoking i i already like drank like a bottle of soju i have like low tolerance for alcohol and like i was already smoking off someone's cart and i had an edible before that didn't kick in so while i'm already doing this i kind of already forgot that i took you know an edible i was like oh shit i i already like felt it might have kicked in but i was too stupid to realize because it was like 20 minutes ago and it takes like maybe 40 minutes for it to kick in and the moment I go to the basketball court, someone has their fucking bong out, and I'm like, oh my god. And it was just like, damn, bro, you got a Grogu pipe from Portland. It's like my friend came back from Portland just to share this experience, and I'm like, okay, I can't, I can't pass up on to. this. I have to. So I, I take my first hit of that, and I'm like, oh, that's good. And then I'm like, I, I go for another, and then all of a sudden, I, I just feel like my sensory perception just exploded like it's just exponential now yeah. like i know like everything's like everything starts glitching fuck? out a little bit yeah it's, it's like when you're when you're playing like you start entering the matrix, <laughs> matrix becoming zeros and ones exactly and i'm just like what the fuck is it? like all my neurons are firing 
simultaneously. I can feel the neurons firing. Highly overstimulated. Yeah, exactly, overstimulated. Shit feels, then it starts to slow down. And then I'm like, all of a sudden I find myself on the bench near the actual court. And I'm just like, I'm like kneeling over. I'm like, hands on my head type shit. Like, God fucking damn, like, where am I? And then I just start to, like, I'm, I'm just, like, spinning. My head, I'm physically spinning. I'm, like... You're physically spinning. I start, I'm, like, guys, I feel like I'm spinning. And then and my friends like, are telling yeah, me, like, yeah, you're, you're actually spinning. <laughs> like, it's, like, why am I doing that? I'm, like... It is, I, it's like It's, like, my brain's trying to correct its movement. I feel, I feel nauseous. And then I'm, like, kneeling over. I'm just vomiting all over, like, the side of a court. Oh, my God. And I'm, like, ah, oh, fuck. We spent another, like, ten minutes on that court. Just me, like... You know, Still, like, like this. Yeah. yeah. This, I'm just disconnected or some shit. But after throwing up, I felt instantly much better. So that's just how it is. Yeah. Well, it's funny. You mentioned um, this was only after, like, one hit, right? Yeah, after one hit of of the little pipe my friend right. had, the Grogu pipe. Yeah, it's that's the thing, right? That's the thing about being crossed. Like, because I feel like weed and alcohol have a synergistic effect. Yeah. Like, you can't really get a little crossed. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's no such thing as, like, a no, casual right. night being crossed. Like... Getting crossed is a fucking commitment. Oh, yeah. Like, cause you, you know, I think especially, I think if you smoke weed first and then drink, it's a little better. But if you're drunk already and then you smoke weed, it's over. You're, you're like, like you're signing up for a psychedelic. Experience. There's a threshold you can't necessarily just like come back from, you know. Right, exactly. And, and you're either in for a good time or it's it's gonna be bad for well, you. And weed depending hits who you are. so fast and yeah. it's so much harder to regulate, right? Because with yeah. alcohol, like you can count your drinks. You yeah. can't really regulate a puff. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, yeah, I see what you mean. Um, yeah, it's just so much easier to overdo it when you do it like that, um, and then the nausea, <laughs> the nausea, right? Yeah. Then the spinning. I think just generally that was just the one night I was just so uncautious for no reason, uncharacteristically. Well, I'm glad you made it. Yeah. Well, this has been really enjoyable. Um, is there anything else you wanted to touch on, or maybe some last words to the people at home? Fuck, I don't. I mean, if you see this guy, might as well talk to him. He was chill with me, so he'll probably be chill with you, and yeah. Appreciate it, man. It was good meeting you. Nice meeting you, man. Hey, Spidey. How's hey. it going? What's your name? I'm April. Hi, April. Hi. Um, what did you want to talk about? So I was wondering, um, what is your kind of, what is Spidey's view on spirituality and, like, what happens after all of this? Yeah. Um, it's funny. My whole family and I are pretty agnostic. Mm-hmm. Um, and for those of you who don't know, at home, agnostic means you just don't really know. It's simultaneously none of the above and all of the above. Like, it could all be true, but it could also all not be true. I would say I'm probably leaning atheist. Like, mm-hmm. if, if it really came down to it and, and you asked me, uh, you know, what happens after death, probably science is right. Mm-hmm. I hope there's more, though. Yeah. Like, I really hope that this Ooh. is not it. That's Tell me about belief. that hope. What, what what gives you the hope to, like, I don't know, like, what led you to your belief, I guess? Well, it just seems a bit, um, it, it seems a bit bleak if this is truly all that there is. I agree. That said, I think there's also a weird, like, comfort and beauty in it as well, if that is true. Mm, like, if, yeah. if this is it and our existence is meaningless on a, you know, universal level. Yeah. That's kind of cool, because then we could create our own meaning while we're here yeah. on this planet. Also, I've dabbled a little bit in psychedelics. <laughs> okay. And, um, Talk about it. Those types of experiences really helped me experience things that I felt that were a bit otherworldly. 
and, and we're yeah. like totally concrete and like here. Yeah. And so it gave me a bit of a foundational. It gave uh, me a little bit yeah. of something that I could believe in. That was like, oh, maybe this was something that wasn't totally natural. That is so interesting. So you, you come from an agnostic background, but then you're saying you're leaning more atheist. Have you ever tried to like really deeply explore like what the truth could be? Do you think that there is a truth? Um, what do you mean the truth? Like the truth behind like, what? Like the truth behind all these questions. Like what's the point of life? Why am I beep bopping around the earth? Is is atheism legit? Is agnosticism legit? Is any of the religions, like who's right? You know, because yeah. I, I firmly am under the belief that like everyone can't be right. You know what I mean? Why not? Because it doesn't make, everyone believes something like too different. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So like at some point, all of the different beliefs clash. And so to call everyone right is actually insulting everyone instead of like trying to investigate like, oh, who, like, how can I prove each or at least one of these, you know? It's not that I think everyone's right. I just think that everyone could be right. Mm -mm -mm. That's what, because agnosticism is just like, anything could be anything like it's yeah. like you don't know and also i think the part about agnosticism that's so attractive to me is i kind of feel like i'm hedging my bets a little bit yeah so it's like if truly there's some kind of judgmental creator right let's just call it christian god yeah and i go up there i feel like um more likely he's willing to wave me through if i just go i said i didn't know my whole life mm. versus if i say i said that something else that isn't you is real and that everyone else is wrong mm, that's so interesting or I atheism I was like, if I said like yeah. there is no God and I shit on people for like believing in God like I feel like that creator would be more likely to be like well you kind of seem like a shithead whereas if oh. I just went there like if it's truly like a, a benign and, and a creator who's like has a good eye I think if I went there and said I genuinely didn't know mm-hmm. I would hope they'd wave me through right yeah that's so interesting. I don't know. I kind of imagine if the Christian God is real, it would depend on the God's view of humans. And then it would depend on, like, how much did you or did you not know? But that's so interesting. Like, I find it really fascinating. Do you think about this a lot? I, I do. I, I've been thinking a lot of, especially about purpose. Oh, really? Recently. I'm a philosophy minor. Oh, so, hey. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess I ask about purpose because what, what, what would you say is the purpose of your life? Well, I'm still figuring that out. But, That's a fair question. Um, I've come to the conclusion that most people think that happiness is like the end goal, and I've come to the conclusion that it's not mine. Interesting. Um, because I think if like true pleasure and like just raw dopamine was what I was going for, and that was like my highest good, I would just do meth and eat good food all the time. That's why I think so. But I don't, right? Exactly. There's something, there must be something deeper there that I'm getting after. I've read a lot of Christian philosophers who say that the, your purpose, like the highest good, would be to follow God because he is the greatest good. And so when you're following what the greatest good is and your purpose aligns with that, then anything you do in accordance with that is like the best good. So I guess like it's just interesting thinking about like the differences of, of what purpose you think there is so like from my worldview it's that like we're all we've all fall like we were made to be good but then like because of sin we were broken Mm -hmm. um and so now the whole struggle and the whole like wrestling is trying to find our way back to god or back to like the creator um and i just feel like we see like a lot 
like you see examples of sin in the world everywhere like that's why people are struggling that's why people um are having different types of hard times um and so yeah i think for for the christians like the answer is always pointing back to god because he made us to be good and so that must therefore it must be the source of ultimate good right i mean i guess the hard part is that like the assumption there is that god is good yeah yeah which is like "Mm." yeah what's your you know what i mean yeah (laughs) um but god it's sometimes hard to believe Mm. um I mean, that's the ultimate question. It's like, how can good, you know, how, why do bad things happen to good people? To good people, if yeah. God is good. That's like the ultimate yeah. question, right? Oh. That's why I have a hard time just taking that at face value and being like, oh, mm. he must be good. Therefore, I'll align myself with him. That, I think that's a fair point. I or think, that he even exists. Yeah, know? yeah. No, that's, those are real questions. I think, honestly, you're a smart guy. I think you should look into it because there are answers. I don't have the adequate schooling. Valid, no, valid, valid. But I yeah. think, specifically with the problem of pain, if, I mean, if you want me to try it, it might sure. best at an answer. Um, is that it does hurt and it does suck. And, like, it wasn't intended to be that way. But I think that sin forced brokenness into the world. Um, and so God being good has to punish evil. He's there to comfort, like, he's there to comfort the afflicted. And so I think, like, I am under the belief that the best way to, like, when is to look at like is this true is what april's talking about is she crazy i think if you investigate even if you aren't looking at christianity investigating the purpose of your life will get you to some good places i mean yeah yeah and, and what it comes down to really is faith yeah right like the, the answer to that question why do bad things happen to good people is faith what do you mean how, we will never logically be able to understand and be able to like make ethically valid stillborn babies mm-hmm. that's something that's hard to it's hard to imagine how a good creator would cause stillborn babies that's yeah. crazy I mean talk about punishing someone who's committed no sin right sure but you must have faith that there is a greater good behind it mm. I think sometimes you don't have to always justify like when bad I think sometimes bad things just happen and you won't ever be able to know right but I guess faith being the assurance of things hoped for and like the conviction of things not seen is what gets through. I don't think that means you're just blindly, like, going. I think it has to do with seeing reality as it is and trusting that there is greater. So kind of what you're saying. Yeah. Kind like, of what you're saying. Like, yeah. I mean, to a certain yeah. extent, there has to be a level of, like, abandoning traditional human logic. Where it's like yeah, faith. exactly. It's like you faith. have to have faith that there is a greater reason why this is all happening. Yeah. Cool. Period. Hey. Very cool. Very um, cool. Is there anything else you want to touch on? Do you want to cut things there? Maybe some final words for the people at home? Um, I think you're pretty cool. I hope you're enjoying Spidey's podcast. Thank you for having me. It was a good one. Thank you. I'll shake your hand. Oh, Oh, sorry. (laughs) It's okay. Awesome. Yeah.